1: All of you Foxborough faithful, you are now locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. It is Monday, March 22nd, 2021, and it is time to muse the draft with a little hashtag Locked On Murph here on your daily home for news notes and analysis infused with the occasional opinion on your six-time Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots. Locked On Patriots is presented today by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Greetings and salutations, Patriots Nation, and thank you for once again joining me here today on Locked on Patriots, kicking off yet another week here in Foxborough. Hard to imagine that this week can be more exciting than last, but you never know. Expect the unexpected when it comes to your New England Patriots. My name is Mike DeBate, your host of the Locked On Patriots podcast, which of course is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And folks, because it's your team every day, that means your questions, your comments, your feedback, always welcomed, very much encouraged. So share that feedback and send it to the internet by reaching out to me and following me on Twitter at mdabatefpc. And while you're out there doing some Monday meandering through the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at LO underscore Patriots. Patriots fans, one week ago at this time, we were all wondering what the Patriots were going to do in free agency. 65 plus million dollars in available cap space. A lot of holes to fill on the roster. Was Bill going to be aggressive? Was he going to take a passive approach? How would we feel one week from today? Well, Patriots Nation, whether you love the moves, whether you question the moves, one thing you have to give Bill credit for. He did what a large portion of the fan base and the media have been imploring him to do for years. He addressed a lot of needs on the roster, and he spent a great deal of money to do it. And make no mistake about it, Bill spent money this time around because he had the money to spend. And now that we've had a comparatively quiet weekend, as opposed to a whirlwind week last week to kind of catch our breath, take a look at the overall picture of the moves the Patriots made, and really evaluate exactly how much they improved their team last week. Luckily for us, the first day that we're going to do that just happens to fall on a Monday. A hashtag Monday. And folks, you know, our good friend, the Green King of Sting, is going to be chomping at the bit to give us his opinion on the Patriots free agent frenzy from just a week ago. Which moves were Murph's favorite? How much did the Pats really improve their ball club heading into 2021? Did they spend too much? Well, Murph's going to provide his grade to build a GM, and we're also going to pick Murph's brain on a subject he knows very well. Patriots running back and 2020 opt-out Brandon Bolden put out a pretty blunt tweet over the course of the last 24 hours, and we're going to get Murph's opinion on what Brandon Bolden can bring to the table, assuming he is back in Foxborough in 2021. And based on the nature of Brandon's tone and what he said in the tweet, Brandon Bolden doesn't sound like a guy who's ready to hang up the cleats anytime soon. Last but certainly not least, it is Muse the Draft here on Monday. After all, Murph and I don't make fun of the draft, we don't mock it, we Muse it. And today we're going to be talking about wideouts, wide receivers. The Patriots weren't as active on the free agent market as a lot of people had hoped. In fact, one can make the argument that the two wide receivers they did acquire through free agency might be their most criticized moves. I, for one, like the additions of Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. Even if you think they paid a little too much for them, each player definitely fills a need the Patriots had on this wide receiving core. But no doubt about it, the Patriots are still looking for help at wide receiver, and if they choose to upgrade this area on their roster, it probably will be through the draft. Who Murph and I have our sharp eyes on as we head toward 2021's draft at the end of April? Well, today we'll be talking top-end wide receiver draft prospects, and we'll also get Murph's thoughts on which player might be that diamond in the rough that the Patriots could find in the middle of late rounds. Folks, an action-packed agenda on the pod today, Murph and I talking free agent grades, Brandon Bolden's future in Foxborough, and who the Patriots might be targeting in the upcoming 2021 NFL Draft at the wide receiver position. All this plus the usual Monday hijinks with Murph when the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, Locked On listeners, the football games might be over on the field, but the NBA, college basketball, March Madness, the NHL, the NFL equivalent of that hot stove, well, they're all in full swing. And when you want to put your prognostication skills to the test, there is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. But BetOnline even covers awards. TV shows, and reality TV. They give you real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Simply put, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, all the scores, and all the odds. It's the best way to place your bets. And you know what makes it even better, folks? It's free to sign up. Head over to their website at betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in on the action. Head over to betonline.ag today, sign up, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Locked On listeners get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Patriots fans, last week at this time was the calm before the storm. The legal tampering period was about to begin. All of us were wondering, what will the Patriots do? Well, they attacked free agency with a vengeance. And today here on the pod, we're going to continue to break down all of those moves and it's Monday, so you know what that means. That's <laughs> right, folks. It is that time again. Your favorite and mine, my benefactor in this business, the only guest on this pod with his very own branded hashtag, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself. The legend is Murphy is back for his weekly appearance here on the pod. Murph, thank you for coming to me in friendship. Thank you for joining me. Always my honor. Always my pleasure. Don Murph.
0: Oh, thank you for having me back and back again. And and as we say here, locked on, it's okay to mock Murph. You just can't mock the draft. And let's get into it. That's right. You can mock Murph, but you cannot (laughs) mock the draft. And, you know,
1: it, it is. It's hashtag locked on Murph Monday. We love it. So we're going to talk free agent frenzy. We're going to talk. We are going to muse the draft because, again, Murph and I right. do not mock the draft here. There was no mocking. We muse it here on Locked On Patriots. And we'll be talking about a potential position of need, the wide receiver spot, and we'll get to that in just a moment. But first, bud, it's uh, been a slow week in Foxborough. Nothing really
0: happening since the last time that we talked. Man. I don't know. It's like it's, it's crazy. It's, it's just, you know, yeah. yeah, very
1: boring, you know. It's you a know, day just, to like, take, take down to the back. Lombardis
0: and dust and things like that. You know, There's nothing going on. Always good. Yeah, absolutely. Um <laughs> Pat's making the headlines
1: in the NFL the last week or so. Uh, for the first time in a long time, uh, that wallet, that Foxborough wallet got opened up and the Patriots spent big on free agents. As you can imagine, several fans and members of the media are praising them for doing that. But there's probably an equal amount that are on the other side of that that are criticizing them. It's the Bill spent too much crowd versus the Q the Duck Boats crowd. And we know this. This is pretty much every offseason. Uh, but every offseason is usually Bill spent too little and then you get now the crew that are basically, you know, raking them over the coals for spending too much. You know me, bud. I love the Aristotle quote, virtue lies in the middle. And I like the moves that the Pats made. I like some more than I like others, but I don't think they made a terrible move. Um, no. I want to get your opinion on this, though. What do you say? What grade would you give Bill the GM on last week's deals? And which of these moves were your favorite?
0: Um, I, I give Bill a straight B on the moves that he made uh, over the last week. And for the people out there that are that are getting on his case, asking, you know, why why is Bill spending so much? Why didn't Bill spend this much money when Tom was here? Well, Bill didn't have this much money to spend when, when Tom was here. There, he has never gone into an off season. With $68 million in his pocket, and this many holes to fill on a roster, whether it was through attrition, retirement, um, guys moving on the year before, and not having the money to spend last year during the offseason, he had to do it, and he did it, and he did it really, really well. <laughs>
1: Completely agreed. And look, bottom line, I know a lot of people are getting on Bill Belichick for filling this roster with too many free agents. I've heard that. It's too many veterans. It's too many free agents. You need to get younger. You need guys in the draft to be able to groom into these positions. Bill can't Mm -hmm. draft. That's why he's doing this. We're hearing that one a lot. Oh, Bill, the GM, is covering his mistakes. He's covering his tracks. Folks, think about this logically for a second. Maybe one of the reasons why Bill, the GM, Bill, the drafter might not have had the success that a lot of the pundits and the fan base hope that he would have is because these draft picks were put in a position to have to succeed at an early level like they hadn't been before. Bill simply didn't have the money to bring in a lot of free agents around him to nurture these guys, to bring them along, have them hold a clipboard, so to speak. I'm not talking about every individual player, but they need time to learn the system, learn their opportunity to be able to succeed. A lot of the Patriots picks, especially at the wide receiver position, the tight end position, have not had that luxury. They've been called upon to be wide receiver one, tight end one right away, and they didn't have the proper veteran presence to be able to mold them in around them. Coaching is excellent, and even the best coaching can give you what you need, but it doesn't quite give you everything that you need. And I don't think that's a point that's covered nearly enough, so I agree with you. I think that there's a lot of uh, uh, you know moves that can be made. I think that you are very uh, prudent in giving Bill a straight B. I'd probably lean a little toward giving him a B-plus simply because I love the fact that Hunter Hunter Henry is a New England Patriot. You have no idea (laughs) how much joy that (laughs) film me. folks, no, I'm kidding. I've got Adrian Phillips and Hunter Henry here. They're following me to Foxborough, but I can't. Folks, I'm only joking. I really and truly am. But all kidding aside, I do think that – the Pats made some wise moves, the tight end position. Uh, I like yep. the moves that they made on defense. Is there a move that specifically stands out to you, Bud, as your favorite move that the Pats made over uh, the course of the last week or so?
0: Um, an absolute favorite move it has got to be bringing David Andrews back. Um, I, I know that, that some people may say that I'm copping out here, but the continuity, and you're, you're hearing that word a lot lately, and I wonder why, probably because we've been using it here on the podcast for the past few weeks in talking about the offensive line. The continuity that that bringing Andrews back uh, is is really something that, that would have hurt this team. I said last week that even with all of the um, – with all of the fine signings that, that Bill made over the first day or two of free agency, that it really took a step back in losing two-fifths of this uh of this starting offensive line which is in my essays the best offensive line in, in at least the AFC and bringing Andrews back really mitigated that um, he did allow him to go out and see what was there and from all from everything that we're hearing you know uh, um, our good friend Evan Lazar came out and said that Andrews came back here for less money than he was offered yeah. out on the open market. But this is my this is that's my top move. And it, it, I'm biased. I, I'm a fat guy who hiked to hiked to football. So yeah, I'm a bit biased, you know. But <laughs> um, after that, you know, it, it it really does I I'm right with you. After that, Hunter Henry is my favorite addition uh that Bill made this week.
1: Yeah, and look. First, I don't think you're copping out at all. I think the Andrews signing may be the most impressive. It might end up being the most impactful for the Patriots right. when you when all is Especially said and done.
0: When you when you look at at what he came back here for, and the the amount of money that that it, it he he eventually inked himself to, this was a fantastic deal for the Patriots. I can't believe that somebody out there did not blow away David Andrews with a with with some kind of offer that he would say, yeah, thank you for everything, Bill. I appreciate the rings. I'm going to go get paid. He's not really getting a lot of cash.
1: No, he's not. And that surprised me as well. And you
0: hear about him going
1: out, testing the waters, coming back, because of his love for New England that should tell you right there. First of all it should put a huge wrench into the plans of those that love to say, oh Bill, nobody wants to play for Bill every free agent wants to get away from Bill. Uh, Players that have played here know that it's tough to play for Bill. There are players out there that do like playing for Bill Pelichick and they like being in New England. So kudos to David Andrews for being able to come back. I love the move. I was so pleasantly surprised to see that. 1045 on a Thursday night just when you thought your day was done, they pull you back in. (laughs) Bob Josie and I talked about that on Friday, and it just seemed like an ever-ending news cycle for the Patriots last week, but this is definitely one that I was glad to stay up and be able to cover uh, because it really was so impactful for the Pats. Now, you get that offensive line that really is solidified at all the major spots. The center position, David is there. If for any reason yep. he has injuries or problems, Ted Karras slots right in, and he can play a decent center. I would have been glad to see him go at the starting center position, but granted, I'm much happier to see David there. It's much more of an upgrade. But you also have players and teams that uh, you know are able to utilize what they can do. The Patriots now... Have the luxury of adding Isaiah Wynn on the left side, Michael Wayne right. who slots in on the left side. Now on the right, you're looking at a combination of Trent Brown and Shaq Mason. That's mostly some people flip flop and say that Trent may end up on the left or, you know, um, Mike may go back to the right. I don't yeah. know how the Patriots are going to work that. Um, I think Mike is a natural guard and I think he's going to really show that this year. Him on the left side to me could be impressive. But then you've got the depth pieces too. You got Justin Harone. You got Corey Cunningham. Yadny Kajust, who you know nobody's seen Man, what he can really do don't forget. yet. This is a kid. This is a kid that had a very, very high draft grade coming out on him with the problem that he was often injured and that really hurt his draft stock. But in terms of talent and in terms of his ability to play on the offensive line, he was very highly touted. So this could be a fun year in Foxborough for all of the Patriots, alignment, uh, and really a lot of their additions as well.
0: And don't but forget, I want Ted to say Harris out. can move around on the inside there too. And that's just another um, nice little moving piece for Bill to have during the year. Um, Bill got caught with his pants down a couple of years ago at the offensive line spot, and he's never going to let that happen again. Absolutely, no, and it it
1: really did, and it caused significant problems for the Patriots all over the line. Uh, The fact that he has the depth and the ability to backfill is a position of strength for this team, and it will continue to be. Now I do want to say the subject. How they'd like a little depth back on that, <laughs> that line. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's true. It really, really is. And their locking up of Joe Tooney, I think, proves that, uh, that they're yeah. looking for reliable uh, linemen, and uh, they got There's one of the, the best contract. in Joe. That is a wow. really, really big contract. And, uh, you know, well-deserved. You and I both know Joe, yep. and we both know the type of, uh, you know, um, the type of
0: dedication that he brings and the prowess yeah.
1: on the field uh that's that's going to be a great addition. Shout a out. I hope Chiefs. he
0: gets every dime of it cuz he he's earned it and, and it's good for him. It's just, you yeah. know, just burns your ass when it's in Kansas City. <laughs> it truly but does. It, it really does. Have fun, does have fun blocking for 17 seconds of snap. You're, you're, you you <laughs> that you know, that's why they paid him so much because you got to block longer. Absolutely. That's true. It
1: really is. I do want to stay on the subject of roster building for just a moment, Murph, because you you knew this was coming, <laughs> <Yeah>. Brandon Bolden. <laughs> you know this is your specialty, bud. You are the BB Hulk Smash Whisperer, Jeez, um, and. Good. We recently saw a tweet from Brandon himself, um, yep, saying that he's he's pretty upset about these retirement rumors that are swirling around. And I know that you know there's a lot of the "What have you done for me lately?" crowd that is out there saying that oh, the opt-outs are not significant, or all oh, the Patriots don't have any need for any of them. Who cares if they return any of them? Um, I'm being respectful in the language that I choose to say that Brandon wasn't happy about the retirement rumors. Uh, Brandon was not. He was pretty blunt, (laughs) and I don't blame him. Um, You know, it sounds to me like a guy that isn't done uh, without any question. I say this because, again, there's a lot of short-sighted hindsight floating around out there about these opt-outs and their ability to to, to contribute to the team this season sadly i don't think Brandon's name at least in my opinion is mentioned nearly enough as an impact addition to this roster for twenty twenty one Murph in your infinite wisdom, tell us why collectively Patriots Nation might be underrating the impact of Brandon 's return to the team this year
0: well, i mean just in just in the um in the sense of somebody who knows how how things are done here knows the the work that needs to be put in uh having Brandon Bolden in a young what, what is a a young um running backs room which which could be added to in the draft this year is is paramount um the the fact that he is one of the best blocking uh, running backs that I have ever seen in my life. If you don't believe me, go ask Cliff Averill. Um, and he won't be able to answer you because he doesn't remember the second half of the Bowl a few years ago because of Brandon Bolden. Um, also the fact that, that while we are out there searching and wondering whether or not James White is going to come back, Brandon Bolden is somebody who can catch the ball out of the backfield like nobody else on this roster right now. I'm sorry, JJ Taylor. um, it, it, that's just a fact. Brandon Bolden brings more to the table than people give him credit for, not to mention the fact that he is also one of the best special teamers that I have ever seen. He's somebody that brings it on every snap, uh, whether it's it's lining up behind the quarterback, um, splitting him out. Or playing special teams that that I've known. This is this man is a worker. He comes to he comes to uh, the job every day with his lunch pail. That lunch pail is always full, and at the end of the day, it is always empty because he leaves it all out there on the field.
1: Absolutely, so well said. And I'm glad that you mentioned his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. Something I don't think Brandon ever got quite the credit that he deserved. No, but granted, he, he was behind. One of the best to ever do it in a Patriots uniform, and that's James White. Of them. Look, nobody, nobody, in my opinion, or at least nobody, uh, you know, has holds James White in higher regard than I do. I absolutely love the guy. There may be guys
0: that hold yep. him in, in his high regard. You go back to Shane Vereen too. Shane Shane absolutely. was one of the best Very in the league at, at that yep. time too you know yeah. it's just it, it's yep. a numbers game it, it is you know somebody who does something just a tad bit better but you know brandon is is a guy that does everything really really well he does he absolutely does and in
1: that regard if the patriots choose to utilize brandon in that mold this year i think it's a perfect opportunity for them to go yep. out and draft a guy like you talked about last week or a couple of weeks ago here and that's demetric felton who's really Thank i you. think rising up on a lot of draft boards patriots draft boards much more so than i've seen him
0: within the last really couple of weeks me off.
1: <laughs> well, we know we I had know. him in the
0: fourth round and now he's going in the second in some in some mock drafts. It's it's driving me nuts.
1: It I really, really that. is. It really is. But if the Patriots are serious about wanting that next pass catching back, that next prowess back that's gonna come in here and carry that load, Felton to me is a is a perfect guy because Let's face it, Murph. The Patriots are hesitant to play rookie running backs. They've done so in the past. Even with James White, he had the redshirt essentially his first year. Yep. So did a guy like Damian Harris. J.J. Taylor didn't see much time last year. They want to bring these guys along. That may necessitate a veteran option to carry that load, and if White does indeed move on from Foxborough, and again, folks, there's still a chance he comes back here. I'm not saying White right. is as good as gone. I've heard mixed things on James White. I hope he does come back, but if there's not an availability there, Brandon Bolden could be that bridge type of running back that allows the Patriots to still play with prowess at that position, but also groom the guy for the future. So this could have a number of uh, you know impact on the Patriots, and uh, I really, for I for one, uh, always loved your insight on Brandon, and the first time Thank I you. saw that tweet, I thought of you right away, and it looks like a lot of people <laughs> you, did. You uh, and so many others. Your, <laughs> your Twitter was flooded, buddy. I saw it, and, and with due cause, because, I mean, let's face it, you are. should have seen the DMs. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> Murph is, oh, my God. Mark, what, what are you hearing, Murph? I'm like, believe me, I, I won't be the first to know, but I'll be in the top five, and Brandon yeah. Bolden has is, is decided to step down. Um, sooner or later like I said somebody else will have said it first but I, I will be in that 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 inner circle and I'll, I'll find out <laughs>
1: before many people <laughs> well we're holding you to that bud and you are our BB Hulk smash insider as well as the whisperer so I appreciate you indulging me and in answering that question because only I you were the could Jersey answer that proud. question <laughs> and you do it proud and only you could answer that question the way I needed it answered but we love talking free agency. It's fun. It's interesting. But it's only part of our show today because in just a moment, folks, Murph and I are going to muse the draft. It's mock draft Monday here. And we don't mock the draft. We muse it. And today in Murph's crosshairs, the wide receiver position, Bill Belichick's Achilles heel in the draft. Will Bill finally find that wide out? Well, maybe he will if he listens to Murph. Hear my good friend's thoughts on the subject when the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked On listeners, my colleagues at the Locked On Podcast Network and myself have been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Because Built Bar is the amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all of their bars. And we all have our favorite flavors, right folks? Well, now is the time to find out which bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. And the fight for bracket supremacy continues as today's matchup pits Coconut versus Birthday Cake. Two amazing flavors. Can't go wrong either way. Well, if either one of these is your favorite, continue to make sure that it advances in the Built Bar Madness bracket. And you do that by voting. Go to BuiltBar.com or visit Built Bar on Twitter at Bar underscore Built and make sure to cast your vote to make sure that your favorite flavor remains in contention to be named the best tasting protein bar from Built Bar. And, of course, whenever you order your delicious Built Bars, remember to use the promo code LOCKED15. That will give you 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And don't forget to visit BuiltBar.com or visit them on Twitter. Check back each day to see who won the matchup of the day and who will ultimately become the best tasting protein bar from Built Bar. Locked on listeners, the NFL draft is weeks away, and that means it's time to start following our Locked On NFL draft duo. First up, the Draft Dudes podcast. They watch every prospect so that you don't have to. And second to none is our Locked On NFL draft podcast, which is your daily draft news and mock draft podcast. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and Draft Dudes on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. Pats fans, Thomas Murphy, joins me here on the pod today. The return of hashtag Locked On Murph Monday. And buddy, with all the moves that the Patriots made last week, the most criticized of those moves by some, not all of us, but some, would probably be at the wide receiver position. The Patriots adding Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. Um, Two decent additions. Uh, some were expecting bigger names. Uh, some were not happy with the money that was spent on these guys. Most of all, Aguilar. I see a lot of vitriol being thrown right. at Bill's uh, way with the contract that he signed Nelson. But it's two needs that the Patriots had. Aguilar fills the need for that vertical threat. And Bourne kind of fills the need for a short handed option that can play either in the slot or can line up on the outside as well. Uh, and then, of course, the the... Vitral continues to be thrown into keel harry a lot of the fan base just want to see him banished from football altogether um murph uh, i know i don't understand me a me lot a break, of the hate people. this you kid and um, i i understand frustration but the downright yeah but the downright hatred yeah it's it's, yeah. it's a mystery to shit. me too as well yeah. i know the production hasn't been there but the talent is and for everybody that wants to you know Everybody that wants to hop on them, you know, there there have been circumstances, but that's my two cents on the subject. But if the Patriots don't add more help at the wide receiver position, uh, it's probable that they'll look to the draft to do so. And there are some pretty good prospects out there. If you are Bill Belichick, putting on your GM hat for a moment, is there a wide receiver in this draft that first might be available at 15 and second would be worth that draft capital considering some of the other needs for the Pats at this time. Is there a guy that can change the complexity of a wide receiver class in this room that the Pats might realistically have a shot at?
0: Um, realistically have a shot at. Yes. While everybody else is fighting. For the next roll of the dice at the quarterback position. Yeah, I do think there's a realistic shot that that one of the guys from Alabama uh, Slide down that far and I think um, Bill would be insane not to grab it they, they talk about the fact that that Bill is not great at, at drafting the wide receiver look where he's drafted it I mean, You take out and N- Harry please you would just leave that to the side because it's an unfinished product. A guy who has been here for two years, been injured, had one quarterback that basically ignored him and the, and another quarterback that was unable to get him the ball where he needed it. And, you know, outright did not see him on a lot of occasions, but yeah, I think Devonta Smith would be fantastic here. I think Jalen Waddle would be an amazing addition to this Patriots team at the 15 spot, and then after that there's there's a real drop-off in in, in my estimation. There, there are guys that are out there that would fit in well here, but I'm not sure it'll be at 15. This draft is not as deep as a lot of people are saying it is, in my opinion. At the wide receiver position, simply because these we didn't get to see these guys enough last year. But there are some guys that had some good junior years, some good sophomore years that would fit in here. Um, Terrence Marshall out of LSU, he's over there on the other side. I like him a lot. He's huge and and he's got a fantastic wingspan. He pulls in a lot of um, a lot of balls. Um, Tutu Atwell uh, out of Louisville. Uh, I like him a lot. He he, he reminds me of Chase. Chase Claypool. Um I, I really enjoy watching him play. And then we're getting down to, you know, the Rashad Batemans and the the Randall the Rondell. Let me let me step back there Rondell Moore, the the kid out of Purdue. Uh he's a, he's a short inside guy that that could do well with the different quarterbacks. See, that's the thing. You know, we're not sure what offense is going to take the field this year. We're not quite sure what Bills thinking, where the replacements are going to are going to come from. But uh, Moore more could uh could definitely fill a bill in the slot, but that's again later in the draft. And um after that, man, it, it it's really it's it's really one of those those drafts where you're waiting until the third or the fourth round to get value out of these guys. And again, this is why in the past people have gotten on Bill because he is drafting guys in the third round, in the fourth round, in the fifth round. It, it, it's a long time in between Bill taking somebody up high in the draft at this position, and it just seems like everybody is is piling on that but if if you're going to go wide receiver in this draft do it early or do it late Good point, and
1: I'm glad that you mentioned do it early or do it late. You mentioned Terrence Marshall, and he's kind of like the forgotten guy, I think, in LSU because you line up alongside of Jamar Chase, who's right now, you can say that he, Waddle, are probably the one-two punch combination that everybody's looking at for wide receivers coming out of this class. He also had to share time with Justin Jefferson, and we saw what Jefferson did last year. Um, Evan Lazar will go off for weeks on end about how great a route runner and how perfect of a wide receiver. Receiver Justin Jefferson would have been here. He wanted it. I wanted it. It just unfortunately it didn't come. Uh, you know, down the uh, the pike. But I think that a guy like Marshall really came in and took advantage of his shot. He didn't have right. chase. He didn't have uh, you know someone like uh, um, uh, like Jefferson that uh, needed to sort of bog his talents down. He took full advantage of it in 2020 and averaged more than 100 receiving yards per game. Double-digit touchdown receptions for the second straight season. He's got versatility. That's what I really love about this kid. He's not restricted to a scheme. And I think no. that is something that should be so endearing toward a Patriots prospect or a, an ideal Patriots wide receiver is someone that has the physicality, the hands, the ball skills, the size, uh, running after the catch. He can route. He can run routes no. very well.
0: Um, you know, there's... He's Debo. Really, I think just exactly. There's so much He's to Debo. like about this. Kid. And you know how much and... I loved Debo last year. I wanted him here. I was really ticked off when Bill didn't take him. And and the other thing with Terrence is the fact with with Mr. Marshall is the fact that he didn't get a lot of help from his quarterback or his offensive line last year down in LSU. I've been watching a lot right. of tape, and he they they just could not give him what he needed in a way that that he would have shined as I he would have shined much more the terrence marshall is is the guy that you, we we need to look at as patriots uh followers if bill trades back in the first round this is a guy that could go 28th 29th or high in the second round um so if bill trades back uh this could be this could be the man
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I'd be pretty good with it uh, simply because, again, Mm. versatility and the ability to play in a numerous amount of schemes. He's not locked into whatever the Patriots need to do at the position. He can fill a lot of holes. So if they do want to go out and get one more free agent at the wide receiver position that fills a certain role He doesn't have to be role-specific, and he can kind of be molded into whatever the Patriots need him to be. I'm so glad you mentioned him. And that leads me quite nicely into my final question for you today, Bud, because we're going to look at the best of the rest at this position. And, you know, I love asking you this question because, as Paul Vitti would say, (laughs) you, you, you're very, very good you. you got a gift, my friend. Um, You do see things us mere mortals do not see. Murph, in your infinite wisdom, we need that Murph Diamond in the rough today. Who's catching your sharp eye at the wide receiver position, either in the middle part of the rounds, maybe late in the draft? Who do you think would make an amazing Patriot as a wide receiver?
0: Uh, Sage Sherratt, the the Wake Forest kid. I really like him. I like his size. I like his ability. Um, He's got a good 40 time. Not one of the best ones in in the draft. You know, it's like 4.5, 4.6 you know right 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 there on that edge but he's still got there's just something about him that i really liked uh he looked really good at the c at the senior bowl this year i love his hands he he makes catches that a lot of other people wouldn't he has fantastic body control that's that's my hidden gem right there
1: Great, great position. I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, Very intelligent as well, uh, Sage Sharad. A lot of people don't realize. Valedictorian of his class in high school actually committed to Harvard before changing his mind to focus on football and committed to Wake Forest. But, uh, you know, the business program, he actually thought that the business program at Wake was actually superior to the one that he was going to go into at Harvard. So the fact that he was able to meld that in and also go into uh, a, a Power Five conference and play football was a win-win for him. But look, right. this kid can flat-out play on the field. He can. Shoulder injury history there, it did force him to miss some games in 2019, opted out right. of the 2020 season. But I like this kid because he's physical, got great, great ball skills. Um, He really, I think, contested catches. This is a kid that can win those battles. And I know we... Proclaimed Nikhil Harry to be the contested catch guru, and it never quite worked out here in New England the way we had hoped. It still might. We're still not saying still that. Might. I know Nikhil sure. is on the block. He's not a foregone conclusion to be traded, although it's looking like a 50 50 chance right now. So, if yep. for any reason Nikhil is jettisoned and you need that contested catch ability, that guy that can play the X role, but can also play a big spot, you know, that big slot receiver, um, Surratt could be a real, uh, you know, uh, asset here in New England without any question. Big bodied, uh, you know, listed at 6'3", 215, he's got some weight, some size. Really, I think, an ideal target for anyone that uh, is looking to be able to create leverage, whether it be Cam Newton or whatever quarterback is throwing him the ball this year. I think it's going to be an interesting uh, sell. So I'm glad you mentioned Surratt because he's someone that I've been watching uh, the last few weeks as well. And uh, I think he could be that diamond in the rough. So. Murph is hardly ever wrong, folks. Uh, We're definitely going to keep our sharp eye, and that's why we always request the great man's wisdom and counsel. He lends it like no other, buddy. That's why you're family here at Locked On Patriots. Folks, you you should already be following this man, but for any of our new listeners, and we have quite a few this week, and we really appreciate all of you taking the time to share part of your week with Locked On Patriots, please follow my good friend, the Count of Murphy Fisto, on Twitter at tmurf207. Murph's insight, his monster keys, anything he puts pen to paper on is always point, click, learn, enrichment material, proudly found on diehardbostonsportsfans.com. Never miss an episode of One Patriot's Place, which with the exception of Locked On Patriots, is my favorite listen. No, just kidding, folks. I am, a big, I am their biggest <laughs> fan. And believe me, when you combine the wit and wisdom of Murph, Steve Balistrieri, and you can't forget our good friend, the Countess of Class herself, Claire Cooper, it's always must listen. Thanks again, my good man. Honored and humbled, as always, by your presence
0: now always my pleasure always my uh, my joy to come here on Monday and lead off uh, a great lineup that that you've put together here on Locked On Patriots Man, it's a, it, it, it is it is humbling to be asked back here year uh, week after week and now year after year and just remind Steve later when, when he joins you this week that that I left the South Carolina wide receiver out there for him to to pump up <laughs> <laughs> and you know what he's joining us tomorrow and that may be a good part
1: to pick up our conversation and all kidding aside my friend uh, I know I say that a lot folks uh, it was pointed out to me on a review recently and I do love it I am working on it but the review is very glowing and whoever did leave that I really sincerely thank you from the bottom of my heart for the kind words uh, but I'm humbled by the company that I keep and uh, you know the guests that I have here on Locked On Patriots are always gracious uh, they're always informed it helps me to put out the best quality show that I possibly can. Um, but uh, I really want to thank you. I want to thank Steve for being my regulars each and every week. Uh, you guys are amazing, and you always have been. You always will be to me. And uh, it's my honor to share the microphone with you each and every week. So... That being said, bud, we're going to do this all again on Monday. If you will be back, I would definitely love the opportunity to talk ball with you again. Uh, in the meantime, stay safe and well, and have a great week, my friend. Thanks again for lending your wisdom and counsel to Lockdown Patriots. You too, bud. Go Pats. And so, Patriots Nation, we have kicked off the week in style here with a little Locked On Murph Monday. Of course, Murph's insight always welcomed here on Locked On Patriots, but fear not, because we're only scratching the surface when it comes to your weekly Patriots coverage. So, to ensure that you do not miss a single second of the action, download and subscribe to the Locked On Patriots podcast on platforms such as Spotify, the Radio.com app, Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, just make sure that you are staying locked in to Locked On Patriots. Once again, my name is Mike DeBate. I thank my good friend Thomas Murphy for his time, his insight, and his appearance on today's pod. But most of all, and most importantly, I thank all of you, each and every one of you, for listening today and for taking the time to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Until tomorrow, Foxborough faithful, stay safe, stay well always be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.